Hello everyone and welcome to Into the Album. I'm Aurora and today we will be going over an older album, Red, released by Taylor Swift on October 22nd, 2012. And this was her fourth studio album. This is one of my favorite Taylor Swift albums because of the emotional content and just really heart-wrenching lyrics and the lyricism is really terrific in this whole album. In an interview, Taylor Swift has said that she wrote over 40 songs for this album, but obviously she couldn't put 40 songs on one album. So right now the album resides at 16 tracks. And this album has a couple of her really big hits in her early years. Her first number one single on the Hot 100, not just the country Hot 100, We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together, is on this album. Getting into the tracks on the album, the first track, State of Grace, is really interesting because she released an acoustic version on the deluxe version of the album, which is really very beautiful, but the State of Grace original version is kind of an upbeat rock song with these really raw lyrics so it makes it really interesting to hear it over this kind of rock ballad melody that she has going on with some of the lyrics um of we are alone with our changing minds we fall in love till hurts or bleeds or fades in time and another personal favorite lyric of mine is So you were never a saint and I've loved in shades of wrong. We learned to live with the pain, mosaic broken hearts. I think that's so beautiful. And this is a really great track, a really great way to open the album. Moving into the second track on the album, it's the title track, Red. Now this song and the whole album and the heartbreak centered around it is rumored to be about her ex, Jake Gyllenhaal. But that's neither here nor there. This is a really, great song and I love the metaphor of red the hook of the song is but loving him was red the metaphor that that was the kind of emotion this red burning feeling was the kind of emotion that this relationship evoked and she has some really interesting lyrics in this one, such as the opening lyric of the song, loving him was like driving a new Maserati down a dead end street. Faster than the wind, passion as a sin, ending so suddenly. Now those lyrics just tell so much in the first line of the song, which I think is really amazing. It's really important uh, to me at least that you get really what the song is about and really a good something to hook you in at the very beginning of the song and that line does just that and the metaphors she's using are so good right there her comparisons really make the whole song amazing the third track on the album treacherous is another personal favorite of mine this song is about kind of the beginning more beginning stages of a relationship opposed to the heartbreak afterwards kind of like i like wanting something that you can't have lyrics this slope is treacherous i like it track four on the album i knew you were trouble was one of her very big singles and this song is rumored to be about joe jonas this album was released in the country category as were her first three albums 
up until the album that came after this, 1989, they were all released in the country category. And she always had a lot of country pop crossover, but this song was definitely one of the ones that kind of you started seeing the progression of her gravitating more towards a poppier sound. Ah, uh, yes, the infamous track five. With most of her albums, she reserves the track five spot for a really emotionally charged song. And this song is definitely one of her best. It's regarded as one of her best, critically acclaimed. It's an amazing song. The melody, the lyricism, the meter of the song, it's all really good. This song all too well. This song details a relationship and all the little intricacies of it and remembering them so well. And this song has one of her best bridges, an absolutely legendary bridge with the famous lyrics, and you call me up again just to break me like a promise so casually cruel in the name of being honest. Wonderful, wonderful lyrics. The sixth track of the album, 22, is another very nice kind of country pop-esque crossover song. This was another single that was a pretty big hit. It's it's a very fun song. It's very it's upbeat, it's poppy. It has a happier message than has a more hopeful message than the rest of the album, which is which is nice to have a separation from All Too Well and all the other sad things on the album, especially coming right after All Too Well. The seventh track on the album, I almost do is such a beautiful song. The details she has throughout this whole album are insane. So detailed. And I love the sentiment of almost running back to someone. It's such a clear depiction of what she was feeling. And she did a really great job of capturing this heartbreak in this album. And this album is the one that she regards as her only breakup album, her only true breakup album. Track 8 of the album is her first real number one hit on the pop charts, which is We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. This is a good song. It's not really my favorite because I gravitate more towards sadder, melancholy songs. But I think this this is a very fun track, and I really like it. I really like how playful it is, and I like the melody. I think it's very, very good. This next track on the album, Stay, 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 is definitely the most playful and fun on the album. The sentiment of the song is basically, um, I've been loving you for some time and I'd like to love you my whole life. I think this song also has some underlying sadness to it, some more sad undertones, because the sentiment that you're getting from it is that she's used to people, or the speaker of the song, is used to people leaving them and basically saying, like, I think you should stay. The very beginning of the song is my favorite part where she goes, I'm pretty sure we almost broke up last night. I threw my phone across the room at you. I was expecting some dramatic turn away, but you stayed. 
And then it goes on to say, this morning I said we should talk about it because I read you should never leave a fight unresolved. That's when you came in wearing a football helmet and said, okay, let's talk. And then it moves into the chorus basically saying, stay, 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 the title of the song. The 10th track on the album is a song that I absolutely love. You listen to it all the time. This track called The Last Time is a duet that she did with Gary Lightbody, which he, he has a beautiful voice, an amazing voice. This duet is so pretty with their harmonies that they do and just the lyrics and the message in the song. I love in the chorus when they go, this is the last time I'm asking you this, put my name at the top of your list. I love that lyric and I think it's so true. And the whole song, it feels like you're being transported into this world because of all the details they give when they're singing this. The 11th track on the album, Holy Ground. I absolutely love this song. It is so good. The lyrics of this whole album are so good, just to reiterate that point. So good. Holy Ground has an amazing chorus where it takes it down instead of bringing it up, how choruses often like there is a more mellow verse and then the pre-chorus kind of building and then the chorus is just kind of this big thing. In this song, it doesn't do that. I really like how it takes it down in the chorus and it says, darling, it was good, never looking down because right there where we stood was holy ground. Track 12 on the album, Sad, Beautiful, Tragic, is definitely one of the just very very sad and melancholy things on the album i like how she says sad beautiful tragic kind of putting beautiful in between those two things about how the bad parts of the relationship really shaped it but at the same time it was it was a beautiful thing she says we had a beautiful love there it was a sad beautiful tragic love affair and those lyrics are so true of so many relationships and i think that's why this album did so well because it's so relatable track 13 on this album is another kind of interesting thing that taylor swift does along with track 5 how she saves that for a really heart-wrenching song track 13 is the 13 is her lucky number her birthday so for this one she has the song the lucky one and this is a song about kind of the ups and downs mostly downs of fame and she talks about how they'll tell you you're the lucky one but are you really the lucky one And there are some interesting lyrics in here, and I like at the end how she twists it around to be the person that they were talking about in the song um, took the money and bought some land somewhere. And she says the lyrics, chose the rose gardens over Madison Square. And I love that lyric. I think it's so great. I love the melody of the song. And the melody is kind of borrowed from her song on her Fearless album, Untouchable, which also is an amazing melody, so I understand why she did that. It's a really great song. It's definitely one of my favorites on the album. The 14th track on the album is a song that she did with her still longtime friend, Ed Sheeran. And uh, this song called Everything Has Changed is another is another happy song. I like how she did put happy songs amongst this really heartbreaking album, just full of this emotional 
emotional turmoil and she did sprinkle a few happy songs in there to kind of take the edge off but this song with Ed Sheeran is really pretty I love it I love the chorus and the melody the 15th track second to last track on the album called starlight is another amazing song this one is kind of more of an edm dancey song and i do really like how towards the end of the album the songs are getting slightly happier starlight is definitely a happy song it's almost in the midst of a relationship kind of song it takes place at the age of 17 i'm pretty sure and they talk about sneaking onto a yacht club for a party and they talk about dancing like like they were starlight and it's a really pretty metaphor it's a really pretty song and talk talks about following your dreams and being a dreamer so it's a really nice way to come to a close with the album the very last track on the album begin again is just an absolutely perfect way to end this album because it's basically saying how love is beginning again starting anew once again after this heartbreak how nothing's forever nothing's final and things are always changing and we're starting new things and it's a very pretty pretty story because the chorus is the hook of the song is but on a wednesday in a cafe i watched it begin again the lyrics before that are, For the past eight months, I thought all love ever, ever does was break and burn and end, but on a Wednesday in a cafe, I watched it begin again. That's a perfect lyric to really get the point across that things will be better, things will happen again, and things will progress even though you feel like you are stuck in one place. And in the song, is like, all too well she talks about how she remembers it and the song red too in the bridge she goes um he comes in flashbacks and echoes and it's just a really perfect way to end an album with hope end it on a hopeful note instead of a sad depressing one and the music video for this song was filmed in paris so to really go with the but on a wednesday in a cafe theme and very beautiful, a beautiful way to end an album. End heartbreak, and you start again. You begin again. I hope everyone has enjoyed my commentary on Taylor Swift's work of art, that is her Red album. Thank you, everyone.